0: to uh, adopt the Agora Den and um, sort of help us look after the bearers. Omis, welcome to Agora Offsiders, I'm your host Shark11. Joining me today will be Wagme and Stablino. Today we'll be discussing, as ever, the news around the Omiverse, the economy and crypto in general. Laughs will be had, crying will be had, good times will be had but as ever none of this is financial accounting legal or any other type of advice it's not a serious podcast you shouldn't take what we say seriously because we probably uh, will get it wrong whatever anyway let's get to the podcast homies welcome to agora offsiders i'm your host shark 11 and with me today is wag how are you wag gm
1: Doing well, thank you.
0: And of course, Stablino, the top farmer of Alveradin.
2: Hey guys. Uh, farmer, right? <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> um, all right, let's kick off with the price action. It's been pretty crazy. I wrote when I wrote the notes this morning, I rechecked them about half an hour before we started. It was ten dollars seventy-nine for the price of Ohm. But Wagme tells us the price has gone up since then. Um, 1090. Oh, it's 10, 1090 now. So <laughs> quite some increase in price. Um, that's probably off the back of this um, stablecoin discussion, which is made uh, thanks to the SEC. We'll talk about that later. But uh, yeah, there's um, talks about everyone's got on their minds what's, what are we going to do without if we had to live without. USD. Uh so the lower cushion is up to ten twenty-three, up one percent. Liquid backing is up eleven dollars fourteen, so point up up by 0.05 percent. Uh and the liquid backing seven-day moving average is down 0.8 percent so i think liquid decking went there was like a bit of a dip in the market earlier in the week so that's the cause of that and then the Fraxlim Geo borrow rate is 9.9 percent that is up 20 percent which is just you know up from eight percent to kind of 10 percent where it is now um uh wagmi did you have any thoughts on our own metrics for the week
1: yeah i i mean Part of it could be this uh, sEC um, uh, noise around stable coins, but I think the the price increase also correlates very well with the latest uh, mediocre memes that Geordie released um, about twenty four hours ago, and the price basically moved up ten percent in response to that so it's hard to hard to define the exact cause and effect here, but um, price is going the right way. Back to the main game, though the um there's definitely been a sentiment change over the past twenty four forty eight hours, and I think um you've started to see more and more um, banter and discussion on Twitter about um hey Om is still here, and uh, the 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 upgrades that they made to the protocol seem to be doing what they said they would do, um you know maybe um, maybe it's actually fulfilling its mission of um of being a um, backed and non pegged uh, stable asset for uh, DeFi natives?
0: Well, the liquid backing is $11.14. So it's not, it's pretty close um, to that liquid backing.
2: Well, and there was a pumperoonie right around this cast. So it's, it's probably up a little bit from there if the pumperoonie stayed around, right? So.
0: And it does. And it helps that uh, we have such fine assets in our treasury reserve. Jones, Dow is ripping, FXS ripping, <laughs> and I think the uh, base pool will also, and we'll talk about that later, um, really provide a venue where people are kind of happy to farm essentially um, the st- stable-ish ohm with the FRAX base pool um, for some tasty rewards. Um let's talk about the economy now. Uh so Jones Dow will start with them. They did this Jones Dow uh Jones uh, Grail swap with Camelot decks. We've actually spoken a lot about Camelot decks. I think Wagmi you posted uh that it's up like 500% since we first discussed it on the podcast. Yeah. Not financial advice obviously, but um, we do talk about interesting innovative products um on this podcast and i did some calculations and i think jones essentially because of when they agreed to the swap they swapped like 300k worth of jones for 600k worth of grail which
2: <laughs> like Magmi gmi jones gmi <laughs> <laughs> exactly
0: um, and then the Jones price started going up as a result of the SOP.
1: Oh, the Jones guys are on a roll. So um, someone's just dropped an extra $3 million into their JUSDC vault, taking that up to um, the fabled $9.69 uh, million level, which then uh, opens up a bunch of extra capacity in leveraged um, JGLP vault, which, you know, you've got to be wary taking the, um, the figures straight off the UI but yeah, a hundred and fifty percent stated APY on that vault now sounds sounds <laughs> reasonably juicy. And then the other um the other thing that they've been up to this week, which is um nice to see, is they've partnered with CLEMA to offset um a thousand tons of their carbon footprint, which presumably takes them into carbon positive territory. And um they they are the first protocol they they believe that is um doing that on arbitrum. So Hopefully, we see some other people taking their lead there and using the the Klima rails to um, to go um, carbon uh, neutral or positive.
2: very rich. Um, Sabrina, you had. Uh, well, yeah, no. With a thought on this, the slide? other thing I saw was that Klima had there's a governance proposal right from Jones to Klima about doing something with their JUSDC vault as well. So maybe they're they're mm-hmm. going to be watching that right um, oh yeah to see what happens yeah, yeah. there but i don't know i think it whether klima does it or others i think for jones um having that j vault if it proves itself over some time here um you could see some some dows looking at it and incorporating it for a little more passive treasury approach right so pretty cool on their part i think yeah. they're getting product market fit
0: yeah i actually saw uh Temple, Down, uh, yeah. Temple Dow, who are a little bit more degenerate than Olympus, certainly. They uh, put, I think they've got a million dollars in the Jones JUSD vault. <laughs> um, so I post it, I'll i post the, they released their um, treasury sheet this week um, and they've got actually quite a bit of What do they call that? Well. Treasury
2: price index? Their TPI, right?
0: TPI, that's right um well the their tpi has moved up like uh from 97 to 98 uh since since like two months or less maybe one month um
2: which is pretty good i mean you you just you just buy it right you don't have to you don't have to do anything else with it yeah
0: (laughs) and then sit on it well that's right and that's the promise of ohm also obviously but um yeah we're we're uh, i think temple are we can consider them part of the economy because they yeah. are actually a hold a bunch of own um so um then we had fiat dow they've got their migration for um, fdt to bond which is the Barnbridge token um so they're merging obviously and this is the final step in that process so you uh, can Ch- exchange uh, 750 FDT for one bond, and there's a year vest. Uh, it's very relevant to Olympus because I think we own about 10 million uh, FDT, which um, is you know uh, 10 million divided by 750, which is about 13,000 bond. <laughs> um which is worth five dollars each so that's the like tokens, uh, 80 man. or 100 grand um which is pretty cool <laughs> yeah so that's not actually on the treasury dash i think it's still in that balancer pool because we uh, did provide liquidity there uh in an 80 20 fdt eth pool um yeah so it'll be really cool once they f- get kind of the fiat um two system up and running um, and they've they've got big plans to do with Olympus bonds Um, so you'll be able to sort of uh, mint fiat against your bond uh, that you bought um, and then be able to loop and do all sorts of stuff so very interesting they're also uh, very arbitram focused uh, at the moment Then we had FRAX, they're moving to uh, 100% collateralization ratio with FIP 187, this just makes it official and like they're going to turn off the um, collateralization mechanism that that allows it to sort of uh, trend downwards Um, so we we won't see it go below the 92% collateralized than it is now, just go up from here there's no talk of like fxs It's just going to be from protocol profits at the moment but
2: they might be that's some awesome more though later yeah. uh and then I just I mean, turn down off. the foot on ct right like <laughs> yeah yeah you know algo stable coins yada yada I, I think that's a great move and it I think it's great for our considerations of how much fracks we have in our treasury right uh once that stabilizes yeah so
0: yeah I think I think it it it, it it's very tight at the moment between which one has more risk um, and maker is obviously very exposed to those off-chain risks through all its um, sort of real world asset lending Um, and yeah we'll see Um, once this kind of gets kicked into gear uh, i think there'll be a sentiment change on um, frax as well so it'd be cool uh, to get more FRAX because obviously we're earning uh, a lot more off our FRAX than we are off our die, which we're only getting 1% of but you know the die savings rate might jump up and we'll see, see what's, what's what from that once it uh, comes into focus and then the FPIS um, that's just sort of they've released the docs on that and the uh, distribution of it is 30% to the FRAX treasury 25% to the FPI treasury 10% to the VEFPIS emissions. And then there'll be a starting with 5 million in the first year and then a halvening process after that. And then 10% to the uh, original airdrop participants of which Olympus is one and 25% goes to the devs. So you can check out the FPIS documents and it did a little bit of a tear. I mentioned it earlier in the week to, uh, wag me. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, he you can't uh, get them all. He, I appreciate he, he can't
1: it. get them all. He's
0: quite frustrated by the pump pump. Mentioning... Yeah, I think the
1: interesting thing that, um, and Mark, why don't you, why don't you touch on it? But, why would protocols hypothetically want to own fpis
0: yeah so fpis will control the what is in the fpi is essentially the big that's not actually set out in the docs because i think they want like the fpis holders to vote on it but uh, the fpis holders decide what is in the fpi fpi backing. Um, and that will be assumedly like you know could be gold like tokenized gold or uh, tokenized oil or ohm right why not um so and sam casmian has spoken about having ohm in the uh, fpi before um so owning fpis means you get sort of the emissions the the value from um like The FPI whatever it goes above the sort of inflation rate so if the backing of the FPI is earning more than the inflation rate then you get to get the top off that Um, but also um, if you get to decide what's in the FPI Um, and obviously they're incentivized to make it the best product they can so people want to buy it but I mean it is a great power right if you're controlling sort of the backing um, of a token that could you know, be in the hundreds of millions.
2: A uh, little thing to add there. Um, I saw that they're gonna be at at Denver as well. I don't know if you guys might've caught that. They're doing an after party, mm. right? It's gonna have reserve protocol yeah, yeah. and Rye as well. They're talking about stables. So I'd imagine if you are at at Denver in a DAO or in DeFi, um and wanted to potentially talk about in person about fbis and uh see if it makes sense for you that might be a great event to check out so um right and i think yeah and like the reserve protocol as well like they're doing so much in south america right kind of talking about expanding the ohm economy as well um getting adoption like real use adoption in south america i think is just great so um cool things there i i hope maybe some omis are are present and can jump in and uh have some conversations because you know you guys are in australia you're not going to denver
0: (laughs) hey one day maybe um yeah i will add that info uh definitely reach out to them and reserve have been talking about for a while now um um, ohm for the uh, uh, the reserve sort of stable coin as well. Um, backing so that'll be interesting once they release that. So, inverse finance, so inverse are like an old friend of Olympus, uh, they have the dollar stable coin. Uh, they had some troubles with their their money market anchor um, about eight months ago I think and there was some bad debt there but they've released a new product called Firm uh, which is a borrowing market at the moment there's only Steeth and Weth which is just wrapped ETH as borrowing assets but the third collateral they're going to add is Geome uh, and they've been teasing that this week so assumedly it's coming out quite soon which will be uh, really cool because it's uh, fixed interest rates. So at the moment, I think it's 4.5%, which is far below the 10% people are paying on um uh, which would be very cool. And then um, Janitor, uh, our friend, has been teasing the honey jar uh, more and more, which is kind of this uh, NFT sort of all access pass plus it's kind of this game with this original bong bear on. Uh, berry chain, um, and we'll link more to that. You can mint the artifacts that he's enough. sort of making along the way. Uh, May your chance. 15 to
2: minutes like... this morning, um, is how quick the the honey jar 101 went out that spelled everything out. Yeah, 15 minutes. Oh, it was when? Uh, yes, right after they dropped it. Oh, that it, it was minted? It... Yeah, right. Uh, it really was crazy. if you're watching people paying attention. janitor and the, uh, uh honey jar account on twitter they did say in advance when it was going to happen right so people knew and then right a uh, couple hours beforehand there was some tweet threads that went out right so well done uh well done but overall i it was also a good read right like without a doubt um you know yeah, yeah. so if, if you check well out written, the uh definitely. the twitter thread you can learn from it but um i think the coolest thing about it is like if you get a honeycomb you could potentially get a bear like you know random style
0: and that's a an og bear it's a it's not glitch like bear a it's the bear glitch and, bear right? the
2: og bears are right? like 100 floor. So, <laughs> just just awesome stuff and there's like 30 some um 30-some different partners that are associated with it as well, right? Uh, so if you saw it on Twitter, um, they, it, they released it today. There's a GIF, and it's got uh, Ohm as one of the partner protocols, right? So uh, potentially for all those holding Ohm out there, which there are many of us, right? Um, you might have an opportunity at a first-come, first-serve um, friends list uh to to mint some of these honeycombs when it comes so Mm -hmm. take a read at that honey jar 101 there's a lot to it it's very
0: yeah very exciting (laughs) i love like uh on on chain games and stuff. i mean i don't have really that much time to like but like for i like watching like people in the weeds and like oh you have to win like this minesweeper game is one of the games that you can play to win like a spot Getting to Olympus news, we had the Silo and Eula Ohm lending pools go live. I think they went live yesterday just before it pumped and then like Geordie kind of started coming out of the woodwork and people were like, um, oh Geordie, if you're so confident Ohm's <laughs> a scam, why don't you just borrow the, the Ohm here and short it? Um, I think there's only 40,000 Ohm borrowed um, at the moment. Um, on EULA and kind of nothing on silos. so uh, people people are worried oh. that price is going to go up. I think, um, wag me.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I mean it's it's not something that that I want to do to short, but I I could see myself using these products to basically arbitrage returns within the the OEM ecosystem. So you know, hypothetically, if I could borrow OME at mm two or 3% and then I could go and deploy that into um, some new ohm bonds that are yielding eight, nine, 10 plus percent. Um, that would be a very compelling thing to do. Um, even just arbitraging the, um, the ohm base rate by taking that ohm into Geome is a, um, is a, is a free carry trade if, um, your borrow rate stays below 7%.
2: Wartol uh talked about it on C T actually. He said, uh, I think maybe in response to some of the, the Jordy FUD or others was like, um, look at you know, look at what we build. Rather than threat about it, you can short us. And it was a it was a link back to the the lending protocols developments that have happened.
1: So But I think to be to be fair Geordie Geordie and his followers don't have any capital left after they shorted Aptos <laughs> yeah. at the bottom. You know, that that was I, I don't even <laughs> know if that Celini right. capital or whatever it is uh, exists anymore.
0: Everyone man and his dog was short Aptos and then it ripped. Um that was pretty funny.
1: So there's forty-two
0: K borrowed on Silo and um nothing borrowed on uh Eula. so no one's really into that early days um, <laughs> interesting yeah well we'll see uh someone um, I can imagine Temple like doing some degenerate stuff with the borrowing <laughs> rates um we'll see uh and then Papa Fisk if, ever, if some people might not know Fisk is like one of the earliest kind of uh Investors in Ohm, um, He's been around since the beginning. Um, Z Prime. many Gags from. PT Jester. Um, Heyoka. They called. Z Prime Capital. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he popped out <laughs> with this tweet that just said Um Yeah, if
1: you if you go back a few episodes of uh, Olympus Offsiders, I think you'll find reference to the fact that kanto will not even be spoken about in one month's time from some of these uh notorious dumping bandit accounts and i think (laughs) um that day has come
0: it's it's hanging around 50 it's not doing too badly um It's just really problematic because there's no one, like, they're like, it's a community thing. We're not going to have a team or anyone supporting it or a block explorer.
1: Not doing too badly is is all relative. If you're the guy that bridged over and started um, deploying your capital when it was up at 75 cents, you're probably feeling uh, a little bit uh, under the pump at the moment.
2: Just don't lose any more toes on Kanto.
0: Look after yourself out there. Uh, then we had the MISO and Vendor, the 500k deposits that just sailed through governance so these are the ruler style loans uh, where you pay them back at the end of the period. They're like fixed period loans or you give up the collateral you supplied uh, and we're still waiting on Zeus to get back from his Sherlock audit. Uh, I assume that must be happening pretty soon because it was more than a month ago that he went off to do that so um i'll just yeah i'll uh check up on sherlock and put in the notes uh and we can go from there um, but yeah good to see more borrowing available of course um so uh, yeah uh, and then we had the council framework which just par- sailed through governance as well uh drew and uh thomas <laughs> were like why don't we why doesn't the council just run again? This is this would be great. Um, and then someone came in, uh, and I mean the vote was already not going their way, but then someone came in and did a massive vote just to say no. Let's keep it. <laughs> We've gone through enough fucking turmoil. Let's keep things on the on the smooth. Everything's.
2: Thomas is a intern now, so I think they'll they'll teach him right. So they'll show him the way to go. Congrats, Tom.
0: So, the cooler actually, I can see it here. The cooler Great. audit went through already um, on the 24th of January. So, I'll put that in the notes as well. Oh, sorry, I should have checked it before we came on. But yeah, so expect that to come back soon. Uh, and then the frax base pool deposit, tap 20, was to deposit all our frax into the frax base pool. Uh, which passed and the new treasury team uh, got straight into action. So now we have about 60 million or 58.5 50, million uh, fracks in the FRAX Baseball and that's humming away there earning about 4% which is very cool. Um, and then I just wanted to do a quick uh, understanding FRAX Baseball <laughs> if you guys will be i mean we've been we got this uh chat for the agora people uh and i've been spamming that uh trying to work out the exact numbers of uh how much actual fxs is going to be voting for Ohm. so uh the way it works is suffice to say (laughs) (laughs) suffice to say there will be more incentives for the FRAX base pool, um, which will be very cool. Um, Stablino, I, did you have any just thoughts on the FRAX Flywheel. base pool? All right.
1: We like the base pool.
0: <laughs> I think if we can, um, if we can do our own, um, uh, bribing say, uh, and there's already the, uh, we can do a hundred K a week in own bribes. That's already been approved by the community um, so it would be interesting to see if we did some more bribing um, that we could really get some rocket fuel into this um, base pool and this is in a mint and sink pool so um, there's no uh, ohm uh, staking rate applied to this this is you're giving up your own staking rate for getting the incentives that are directed to this pool so very cool and then I just wanted to discuss quickly for those listening. And I'm sure there's a few of you who are interested to know what the tweet we made last week with the sort of, um, Agora bear den that we posted about. So we're actually working on a project to allow the, uh, sort of offsiders Agora community to, uh, adopt the Agora den and, um, sort of help us look after the bearers in there and of course those bearers will um, you know get any incentives that are provided uh, any rewards that are provided to bearer holders by um, bearer chain if and when it launches so um, at the moment the floor value is about $40,000 of those bears um, but yeah they're not you know they're the they're agora's bears but they're the community's bears as well so um we're working with a few cool people um on getting uh, getting that set up and uh wash this space for news more news about it uh, in the weeks ahead uh, and we're it's gonna be to
2: so launch, cozy mark um, so cozy
0: very soon <laughs> but yeah probably
1: backed by bearers <laughs> Yeah. Is this, is this <laughs> going to be one of the first projects that's backed by bearers?
0: I think it is. I mean, Honey Jar kind of will probably be the first, but yeah. I mean, obviously we're talking with um, the janitor um, because he's uh, a bearer expert um, and we've got some other advisors helping us out. But yeah, uh, this could also be a cool way of uh, having a Olympus mm. delegate for example, uh, on Olympus proposals as well. So lots of opportunities. Um, so wag me.
1: Yeah, I think the, the thing that I'm, uh, gearing up for is bond protocols, uh, poker tournament this Friday. So, uh, they're, they're hosting a, oh, yes. a, a little tournament, uh, with a, a number of partners and there's a, a series of prize pools, if you like, for, um, for people that, um, rise to the top with their poker skills I think um, Olympus itself is is dishing out a few ohm rewards mm-hmm. to people that make it to the final three tables 3.3 ohm for each um, player on each of the final three tables the the main prize I think is um, is uh, provided by GMX so they've got some good partners there mm-hmm. so jump in bond protocols discord and get yourself the um, the the poker play a role there, and sign up for that tournament. The the other thing um, about Bond Protocol, I think that people might want to be aware of is there's been a couple hints from uh, Tex, who founded Bond Protocol, that being active in the Discord and um, participating in the protocol as a bondor um, could be worth your while. Not sure exactly uh, what he means by that as yet, but I suspect they must be coming close to um, the launch of a um, a worthless governance token, and um, and there will be some uh, benefit to having participated within the the ecosystem here. Just um, looking, yeah, looking at the looking at the markets available at the oh, moment um, in terms of whose tokens you can um, you can purchase through these bonds, which of course is. The original um, Olympus Pro um, bonding technology picked up and um, advanced further to spin out bond protocol. They've got partnerships with Inverse Finance, JPEG, Redacted, um, GMX bonds are available, um, PrePO, which is another interesting project, which is is due to launch shortly, um, and Y2K um, as well. So there's there's plenty of different um protocols that you can acquire tokens um through bond protocols um bonding platform.
2: And yeah, there's so many times I wish I would have bonded some butterfly. I I feel you.
0: Um isn't pre isn't pre IPO isn't aren't they wouldn't they be exactly this? Wow. Well. Like, be able
2: to Hypothetically,
1: yes.
0: get exposure to the bond? Oh, uh, no, I mortgage. don't know if, I I don't know if they have a the market
1: protocol. on bond protocol, but you're right. PrePO is basically a, a protocol that will, as the name sort of suggests, um, enable you to um, speculate on the price of private market um, uh, tokens and um, private companies. Uh, so essentially they will spin up markets for companies that are pre-IPO or yeah. tokens that have not um, yet launched and are not traded. So pretty interesting little synthetics platform that they're building there. Oh man, I'm
2: taking Very notes. Cool. He's just you uh, know taking notes in his outlet. own. What can poker. I say? But uh, no, I mean you're talking poker games, you we were talking bearers and being backed by bearers, right? And I I got reminded of looking at the, the Honey Jar 101 today, in that article, they had a list of like 30 partners, right? And one of them that I've been watching for some time is Bearmonium Chronicles. It actually goes back to like um, Odyssey guys, now Bear Market. We're talking with them at one point. So I just, you know, I follow them on Twitter and just keep on watching, keep on watching. And I saw on uh, a tweet this week where they were letting people in on a mini game. So they have a mini game built, right. and um, that will launch and letting people, some people test on it. And it just seems pretty darn cool. Um, from what else I've learned, they've got a couple other mediums that have come out and in, in those mediums, they're like the anti Ponzu sauce, right? There's no, there's never going to be some kind of Ponzi, whatever exit situation but they'll have an ability for you to buy us like a little battle pass for like a really nominal amount super easy entry where you can actually just play the game and enjoy the game so one of these web 3 games that's actually fun right um to support their their growth and support the team um they are doing mints of these really awesome pixel art bears and i i really mean just high quality um yeah so when it boils down to the i saw the bears and i fell in love and i remembered that i never ever well i just kept fading the original bears all the way up until the bit bears <laughs> it's just it's how it goes with uh, good old stablino sometimes and i'm like you know what i'm gonna embrace the left the left curve, and I'm going to go all in on these these uh, Bermonium uh, Chronicle Bears. I don't want to miss another one, right? Right? And, well, all in for a stiblino, right? Stable farmer, right? All in! No financial advice, but, uh, yeah. Uh, that said, um, there right, isn't any right, VC right. rounds. My honey size is small. Um, So I doubt there's going to be much dumping of anything on the community. Their mint size is going to be like 6,000 and it's going to be like 0.0 something ETH. So really accessible. Um, And all in all, I think uh, if you like roguelike games, if you like RPGs, uh, you like those kind of randomly generated dungeons and some of the other games in Web3 we've seen, it's probably something worth checking out.
0: very cool I, I will i'm the one taking notes now um, like and you can get one yeah and very like cool i'll definitely check not out cost a, a lot time. of money
2: and play a cool fun <laughs> game right good, so. you know i like that i don't think there's a lot of real fun games out there i think that's going to be a big difference maker granted so we'll see who knows what happens with parallel right that's going to be a fun game too coming up so uh we'll see
0: yeah very nice um then finally we'll just finish up we have the potted thought of this week uh yeah we um missed uh potted last week uh, he was a bit unwell um but he's come back to us and he's now uh on a, a bit more of a technical piece he's uh speaking about um the ohm rbs and how it all how it works it's called the piece is called moving and he sort of talks about how the rbs behaves when um price is sort of above the target price and how um actually uh, it, it how ohm can be this sort of uh coin that appreciates quite quite a lot like if it is constantly up you know near the um Near, the, near that up, upper cushion, uh, it can sort of do, you know, um, it, it can compound upwards and do these big, uh, you know, X times. I think the maximum possible if it's sort of not within the upper cushion, if it's just below is like 600%. Um, so, yeah, not obviously <laughs> not financial advice. It's almost certainly not going to do that. Um, and, um, yeah, just, just that you can, um, sort of accumulate things and then you have time to consider things because of how the mechanism works with the price as it's appeared over the past, you know, 30 days. Um, which is very cool. Um, did you guys have any, uh, thoughts on this one? Stablino, maybe we'll start
2: with you. I love your brain. It's like, one side that beautiful narrative and soliloquy we heard last time and then on this side we're getting something that is narrative like building and past narrative or like former fud destroying right so that's what i would say um my big takeaway when i read it was <clears throat> um like theoretically wouldn't it happen all at once but theoretical possible To have a 6x over a single year like staircase up into the right but not too fast yeah pretty darn dope
1: i would just encourage people to take the time to understand how the rbs mechanism will work in certain scenarios um and basically what potted is highlighting here and that someone else had done some quite good um scenario modeling of, um, of how the protocol will respond in certain scenarios. What happens is when you start pushing above the bound and go into price discovery, the, um, the, the floor, the treasury starts to act as a new floor on price and that moves up. So if you, if you get a scenario where demand starts overwhelming the, um, the range, basically you you then have a um a bid that keeps moving up underneath that range and in that scenario it is um it is possible that price can actually move up quite significantly and and then um remain stable at a much um a much higher level
0: yeah and that'll be supported by the lower cushion and the lower wall obviously um which which is very difficult psychological and um, uh, not physical, but um, real barrier to move through. Um, of course, Omis, you must remember, under the new system, this floor isn't a certainty. If someone wants to punch out <laughs> and dump, like, you know, a lot of Om at once, or there's a massive market panic, that um, floor can be punched through and then it won't be refilled until there's a new settled price over um, within a range. Over, I think it's still over that 30 days.
2: It's like an inchworm and it can keep crawling up, but it could totally get smashed. But not got it, <laughs> got it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, well, I think the it will affect lending markets the most. Uh, especially if we were above backing, but you know, while we're below backing, it's pretty much the floor is unlimited um, in terms of um, it, the buying power. Because why not buy it back under backing?
1: Was it Rosalsky? Was it Rizowski who um, who undertook that analysis? Can let's link that in the show notes because I think that's quite an interesting um, read for um, for people that are keen to dive in i'm i'm hoping for c2 personally
2: but you know maybe not maybe not that fast
1: maybe more inchworm so
2: but yeah there's good models that's
1: right if anyone if anyone wants to deep dive into this um basically just um you know fast forward to c2 that's the um that's the scenario that we're we've we've all got eyes focused on
2: no there's one other thing i think we should link as well guys yeah no um Asfi, Olympus yeah. Scholars, have you guys, all of Asfi and crew's work there? Because I came across it in some Asfi, right? I, I think if somebody really wants to get into the nuts and bolts and they haven't come across that yet, I, I think that's a really great tool for some understanding as well.
0: University, what has it got? Olympus Scholars.
2: No, that's good. That's what it's
0: called. It's actually funded by a 30K grant from Olympus. Um. But yeah, we'll link it through. All right, omies, that's all we have time for this week. Thanks for joining with us, and please join with us again next week. We are the Olympus Offsiders. See ya.